Entrepreneurship can feel lonely, but with the right supportive tribe, you can go much further. Good to see everybody today. Oriana, what is the deal? What are we talking about today? Today we're gonna to talk about how to build your tribe. And build we're gonna get into tribe. some aspects of tribe building. Why? Because it's part of your self-mastery, right? That's part of what I want people to, to know. Love it. it is part of your self-mastery. It is part of your joy fulfillment, um, ability to experience fun and new things in your life experience, right? The people you surround yourself with. And um, it should be done with intention and consciousness. Absolutely. And I think it's probably a good idea to tell everybody who's listening what a tribe actually is, yes. right? So what is a tribe? Because we've... we've is it a family? Is it a is it a group of close knit people? Is it different from a community? So let's talk about and define what actually tribe means. Yeah, it's such an interesting conversation because I think a lot of people can like feel what tribe means and like feel that it's different, but then when you ask them to explain what a tribe is, they don't necessarily have words to articulate. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say some words and then you kind of like just feel your way into it as a listener, right? So if I were to say follower or followers, audience, community, acquaintances, friends, family, tribe, right? Which of those groups of people sound like people who are closer to you, meaning emotionally closer to you versus emotionally further away from you when you put yourself at the center of your ecosystem, which is the only place that you should ever reside. Right, and I and I think too, you, you mentioned the words like followers, right? So these are people that I would venture to, to put on a level even less than an acquaintance, right? An acquaintance may be somebody you just met on the street somewhere or a friend of a friend, or we, we work in the same building, you know, those kinds of things, but followers, like I can show nipples and get followers, right? But right. my tribe probably is not interested in that part of me, right? They're probably more interested in who I am, my vision, and then also maybe holding me accountable in a positive way to the things that I have told them I value or my likes, my dislikes, my boundaries, those types of things, right? Yeah, yeah. So what you're implying and what you're saying is that this is a group of people who actually has awareness and gives a shit about what your boundaries are. <gasps> Do those are. exist? <laughs> they care about what your boundaries are. They care, even more importantly, they care about what your values are. Absolutely. Right, and they know what they are, and they hold you accountable right. to what your boundaries are, right, to what your values are. Right. That's your tribe. That's a group of people who knows you. So what the, the biggest difference in my mind between your tribe and even your family, right? because I have people in my family that that's my family member, but I'm not necessarily emotionally close to them, right? This is a group of people that you have built emotional safety with, um, emotional closeness with, you have common ground, you have common desires, they don't have to be exactly the same, right? Sure. But most importantly, you also have shared values. You have a shared value system with this group of people. Right, and and let's let's, 
I, I've said this on prior episodes, but I want to make sure everybody's clear is that your tribe are not people who are just going to gas you up, whether you are right or wrong. Okay. These are not people who are just going to take your side because he's a dick or she's a bitch, or you just need this. Like that's, that's not, this is not what a tribe is. All right. So right. if, if I screw something up, if I believe in my egoic ways that I am right and all the ways that I believe I am right, I would not expect somebody who's part of my tribe to just go along with that. I would expect them to say, hey, look, I get what you're saying. However, have you thought about it from this angle? Because mm -hmm. if you do, you might realize that you're wrong. And while you're wrong, I don't hate you or dislike you or I'm not going to disassociate myself from you, but I'm here as a part of your tribe to hold you accountable to the values that you have set aside for yourself, to your integrities, to your belief systems, to all those things who you claim to be in this situation, you're wrong. And it's okay, I'm still your friend, I'm still here, but I'm going to hold you accountable to your bullshit. I'm yeah. not gonna just fluff you. At the very you. least, I'm gonna right. remind you, like, hey, you're living out of alignment with what you right. say you care about right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you that because I care about you. That's it, I'm not here to gas up your ego, bitch. Right. Like, let's talk, <laughs> like, let's get into this. Right, so it is a group of people, you know, how it, and by when I say group, I'm not implying any particular size, right? Like, it could be two people that are in your tribe. But the, the purpose and the goal here is to get a clear understanding of like what a tribe is so that you can grow your tribe because these people are few and far between in your life experience, right? And even though you can still outgrow people that may have once been in your tribe, right? You can still outgrow these folks. You can still get to a place in your life where it's like, it just makes more sense for us to go our separate ways. These are the people that are in your inner circle, which means that you have taken the time and the energy to build the greatest level of intimacy with them, right? Intimacy meaning into me you see, right? You have shown yourself. You have allowed these people to see you. Not bedroom intimacy people. Right. Not, not what this I look is, like naked. This is nothing to do with sex, right? This is emotional intimacy. Like, have you shown me the real you? Have I revealed myself to this person? Right, are we past the cupcake phase in our relationship where we do everything to impress people? Like, <laughs> at the bare bones, who am I? But at the same time, right, if I want to evolve and grow, I potentially am going to start um, disassociating with the current tribe and moving to a new tribe of people. Which right? is totally normal. Which is totally normal, right? So you don't have the same friends that you had in elementary school, some of you might, that you had in high school, college, and even maybe now as adults, right? Because your values change, the things you want change, the growth that you want for yourself changes. So as you go through those changes, that can be a potential lonely place for a little while, right? It is lonely yeah. for a lot of people, you, yeah. You, a lot, you, you spend, as you, as you go on your self-mastery journey and on your personal growth journey, you're going to change who you are. And a lot of times you spend some time alone while you're figuring those things out, while you're growing. So when you're in that, how do we then find our new group? How do we find our new supportive tribe? What are those steps? Okay, yeah, this is such a such a great conversation. If you if you don't already have a a pen and paper, right? Like you might want to actually grab one because if you're is, driving, don't do. That. Oh well, uh, accurate. <laughs> but this is such a good conversation because most people don't put any real conscious intention around who they bring into their inner circle. And like when I work with clients, I literally 
draw a big circle on a whiteboard and then ask them to tell me where they exist relative to the ecosystem that is their life, right? And that little dot should not be anywhere other than the center, right? That is you, right? And everybody else, I call these the rungs of relationship. Everybody else, there's rungs and there's different levels of closeness and of in relationship intimacy mm-hmm. all around you. And only you decide who gets into those rungs of relationship with you. Absolutely. You decide who they are and you decide how close they get to the nucleus, which is where you are. The nucleus is you, your heart, your mind, your spirit, your psyche, because everybody that you let around you, near you, is influencing you in some way, mm-hmm. right? Is like they are, you are accepting their ways of thinking, being, believing, operating in the world, all of that, whether you wanna uh, acknowledge it or not, is influencing you. And if those people are behaving badly in the world, that is influencing you in some way or another. Or even if they're not behaving badly, you know, maybe you're wanting, you're looking at life, well, um, I'm kind of on this bridge of late 20s, early 30s. I'm still spending my Fridays and my Saturday nights out playing, you know, with the game. Maybe we play golf on Saturday, and then that turns into the 19th hole, which turns into a sports outing till two in the morning, like whatever that is. You may have that group, and you may continue to do things with that group. But once you hear that little voice in the back of your head that says, you know what, maybe I don't want to wake up feeling like shit every Sunday morning. Yeah, or you're in that group and you feel lonely. Like you're literally surrounded by people in that group and you feel alone. Right. That's a little voice that's telling you, hey, maybe it's time for a switch. Maybe it's time for a for a change. It's not necessarily that you're doing anything bad, but maybe you're at a point in your life where what you're doing is no longer serving you. Right. Right. And But you're, you're stuck doing those things because that's who you associate with. You're still in that tribe of people. Right, and what did you say the other day? You said something really good about the, the five closest people to you. Yeah, yeah, so you, you are a culmination or a combination of the five people you spend the most time with. So think about that. So that's your way of thinking, your believing, mm. even the money you make. Yep, right? the money you make, the way you speak, all of that stuff. So if you want to find a new tribe, you're going to have to take steps to change yourself, right? Or maybe you just have decided, not that the tribe you're with isn't good enough anymore, but you desire something different. Right, which is okay. <laughs> yes, which is scary though, yes. right? There's a scary moment into that change, right? Because you're going to be developing yourself and growing and the other people may not go on that same ride with you. And then you may hear something like, well, you know, we, we, we love you and we appreciate you, but we just, we don't want to hang out with you anymore. Sure. I mean, people's sense of belonging and need for belonging is strong. Like it's a real thing, right? Like we were actually his, like made, like we have a primal urge and instinct to live in, operate in tribes right. <laughs> and communities, which right. is why we're talking about how to thrive build and a survive. tribe. You guys have heard me say it over and over again, thrive and survive. Right. So when you, when you have that experience of like, oh, I don't, you know, like you, you're in that group of people and you feel like, I don't belong here anymore. Like it's like this light bulb that turns on or for some people, their experience is actually members of the tribe go to them and say like, hey, like you don't really fit in with us anymore. You know, that's also a very real experience for a lot of people too. And so that's that's that come to Jesus moment that's like, okay, um, I, I don't feel connected here in this group anymore mm-hmm. um, or with these people and now I need to do something 
about it. And so what's happening is a change in your value system, which is usually that first step, is determining what is my value system? What are the things that I truly hold um, to be evident about myself? Or what are the things that I wish to change? Who do I wish to become? Right? And then when you do that, you, you're, you're going to drift away from those people. And there you're going to hear shit like, oh, well, you think you're better than us now. And you, you didn't used to be this way, but now you think you're better than us. And the truth of the matter is, it's not that you think you're better than anyone. It's just that your way of thinking is changing and theirs is staying the same. And it's not you are better than anyone. It's their inability to understand what you're going through. And that's their, call it immaturity, call it um, their, their uh, lack of vision for their life. Or you could even say that maybe they just don't have a desire to change and that's okay right and i want to add some context because you and i have had this conversation so this is like within the context where your historical traditional group of people right is now becomes a place where you don't feel like you totally fit you don't feel like you totally belong and there's a values mismatch or misalignment right you feel alone and disconnected in that group because you are personally growing, evolving, changing, right? Getting into alignment with a new value system, um, or even not a new value system. Those may have already always been your values, but you're starting to actually want to live those values, right? And so you're changing, growing, and evolving, and they're not. So it's no longer benefits them to be in your company and in your graces because your 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 growth is. Uh, creates an awareness for them right. that's that uncomfortable. they're uncomfortable with. That's right? insecurity on their part. Yeah, and I don't even want to name the awareness. It just creates an awareness in them that they're uncomfortable with, right? Then there are the friends and the group of people that, you know, maybe they are your tribe, and they're just like, look, we can't get down with what you're doing with your life right now, right? And often that's not because you're growing and evolving, but that's because you're living out of alignment with your values, and they know it, yep. right? And they're holding you accountable and they're calling you on your BS and they're going, hey, this is not really acceptable behavior, you know, or it's behavior unbecoming of you and what you're worthy of and what you're capable of and you could do better, you know? And so people, if, if you find yourself in either one of those situations, right? Like really assess, like, what is this about? Like, is this my tribe holding me accountable to a higher standard? A standard that I've actually asked to be held accountable to. That's it. When you show people, right? Like when you build that intimacy and you show people your values, your boundaries, your expectations, your standards, you, you talk about being something and then you have good high value people around you that are like, hey, you're not walking the talk, right? Like, is that what's happening or is this, something else right you outgrowing a group of people that you're no longer aligned with and them feeling uncomfortable because of your growth two different contexts yeah very much and and you were just speaking about you know people holding you accountable and and i said this the other day and and we're going to repeat this here if you want high value relationships you have to be a high value person yes so if you want to attract good people who bring love affection support business status all those things to you you have to be those things too and you have to 
take your own steps and to continue to grow that and still be okay when somebody holds you accountable when you fall short of those things, not in a shitty way, but in a, hey, brah, like, come on, let's talk about this, right? And I get so sick and tired, especially in the relationship world when people are like, oh, I wish I could just find a good spouse or a good person or a good whatever. Uh, are you being that person or are you just wishing that person's gonna fall into your lap? Because you don't get the go-to guy or girl if you're not the go-to guy or girl. Are you the kind of partner that the partner you want would desire, right? That's really the the big question, you know? Everybody, you know, you want a man that has this and that and can provide this and that and do this and that for you. Like, okay, great, want that. And then become the woman that that man wants and can't live without. Exactly. (laughs) And the same thing, right? Like you want a woman that's this and that way, a woman of integrity, a woman of this and that. Like, okay, be that man and then like become <laughs> become the man that that woman can't live without right so you've 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 established the value system of who you need to become to attract the things that you want right and now once you do that yeah. you got to go find those people you got to go hang out where do those people hang out right 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 yeah i mean it, like once you know what your values are which is which is actual like personal development yeah, work, work right it's work like if you haven't done that work um, and you don't know where to start do the research, work with a mentor or a coach because your value system is the filter that you use Mm -hmm. to make all decisions in your life. I don't think people understand how critically important having a core value system actually is because this, this is the criteria that I'm gonna use, that you're gonna use to make determinations about who gets, who gets into what level of depth and closeness in my into my nucleus of my life, right? Like this is my life, the life I'm building, I'm the architect, no one else is responsible for it, right? Like so who's going to get into that nucleus and how close are they going to get to my heart, mind, spirit, right? Meaning like what level of influence am I going to give that person in my life? If I have no criteria to make determinations about who gets in and how close they get in, then let me tell you, anybody and everybody will have access and they will drain the shit out of you. Exactly. And if you want a starting point, stop buying the new iPhone every year and use that money and put it into a self-development course or a book, right? Everybody's like, oh, it costs too much money to hire a coach. It costs too much money to go sit through this course. It's going to make me a better person. But $9.99 for that new iPhone, baby, let's go. Like, I don't understand this shit. Like, the material stuff that you guys buy and and that, I mean, I have to say you guys, I include myself in this because there's certain things that I like to have, right? But if you are focusing who you are on the things that you have, mm-hmm. I hate to tell you this, but you're nobody, mm. right? And you're, and you're gonna attract certain type of people in, who value that, right? They mater- value materialism. Yeah, if you're the combination of the shit you have you're not going to attract high value people into your life. You're just not. You're going to attract the same people who value the same stuff, which is material. So who is it that you want to become and where are those people? How do, how do we go find those individuals and how do we strike up a conversation? And it does have to go back to, have you done the work? Yes, it does go back to that 100%. That's the foundation. Like if you don't walk away with anything else from this podcast, walk away with the, with the, knowing and understanding that to attract a tribe that shares your values, a tribe of high value people, you must first become a high value person. And the foundation of that is getting clear, crystal clear on your values. And once you've done that, 
not only are you clear on your values, then obviously you must start living your values. You must start espousing your values. And when you start living in your value system, that right there automatically puts you in certain places, in certain spaces, and around certain people yes. at different points in time. And that's where your tribe is located, right? So what we're saying is like, figure out your value system and then go go to the places where other people <laughs> who operate in that value system are located. But if you could, like, I can put my values on paper all day, but if I don't start living those values, I'm not gonna end up in those places where those other like-minded individuals are also living and forming, creating a lifestyle, right? And I think, too, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people do is that they they venture into this developmental thing and they start finding the tribe of people to hang out with. And when they get there, they don't shut the fuck up and listen. Mm. They try to be too much a part of the conversation because we all like to, to insert ourselves to not not yeah. not insert ourselves being negative, but as in we want to be noticed. Yeah, we want to be seen. We want people to to understand that we know our shit or we think we know our shit and we think we belong here. But the smartest person in the room is not the person who talks. The smartest person in the room is the one who shuts the fuck up and listens to the people around them. Yeah. Right? Listen to the intelligent people talk. If you desire to be part of a certain group of people and you're learning and becoming and wanting to join that tribe, pay attention to those other people who have already been there. Success leaves clues, especially in business. If your desire is to be a business person of a certain caliber, where do those business people hang in out? In a certain industry. Right. Where do those people hang out? How do they talk? What do they do? Yeah, how do they think? What are they listening to? Yeah. How do they think, right? All of these things. You, you talked about your circle, like if you being in the, you being the nucleus. The business works the same way, okay? The people that are around you centrally in your business, if you're the owner, they're not there for the business. They're there they, because they believe in you. They believe in your values. They could give a shit less about the business. You could have started a used car lot or you could have started a gummy bear factory. They don't care. They're there because of you and your values. It is then their job to extend those values to the rest of the employees, right? So those people need FaceTime with you. Those people need to understand and want to work with you. And you all need to learn and grow together as a tribe within that business. Yeah, you got to be willing to get vulnerable because because those folks who are, they, they're seeing the potential in you and they want to support the growth and expansion of that potential. They need to know where your head is at and where your heart is at on a regular basis, right? So you've got to be willing to be vulnerable, right? Again, into me you see allow them to or allow yourself to create intimacy with them so when we talk about step one right get super clear on your values which means creating your criteria creating that filter and making every decision in your life based on that then the next thing is go to the place where those people are also living those values because you started living those values right. and then the, the third thing is show up there with a humble heart and spirit Right. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood, which is why we're saying show up and be quiet and listen. Right. Seek to genuinely connect by listening yes. and learning from people who are in that space. They see you. They know you weren't there last week. You don't have to, you, you know, it's not a, you don't have to come in with a parade. <laughs> they know I you. I want that ticker tape, baby. Yeah, they they know that you're not part uh, a, a a standard part of their community, and they're just as curious about who you are than you are about who they are, right? But like even within these groups of people that 
that share a like mindset, right, or a like way of thinking, that doesn't mean everybody in that room is your tribe. That's still a community of people mm-hmm. that has co- a common ground, common shared values, common desires. Within that community, you're seeking to find one, two, three people that you could actually build tribe with. This is, again, this is a deeper level of intimacy and of relationship than just community. Right, and because you've done that self-work, you have something to contribute to the community as well. You have something to contribute to the community and to those relationships, right, which means you bring value to the table, right? You become a high value person, and then you bring value to the table in that way, right? So it's not that, it's not, this isn't a poker game. It's not like, oh, this is, I have this much money to throw into the ta- to, onto the table for the game, right? Like, but this is, this is life. And in relationships, everybody is still in a place where they, even if they, when they care about you very much, they're still looking out for what's in it for me, especially when people are vetting potentially new relationships, right? Like, we, we don't talk about this enough within the business and the friendship context, even though those relationships are so critically important to our life experience and to our success. People talk about it a lot in the dating context. Well, what are you bringing to the table? What are they bringing to the table, right? And then in, and in that context, it's totally normal to talk about what value each person brings to the table. Mm-hmm. We need to have that same type of mindset in every context because, again, this is, these are the people that you're giving access to you, to your mind, heart, spirit, they're going to have influence over you, mm-hmm. right? They're poten- you're potentially going to go to them for support with your decisions, right? These are the people that are going to be at the special occasions and events in your life, right? Right? Like this is these are important decisions, right. and so you don't just let anybody into your inner circle. No, not at all. It, your values, like you said earlier, become a filter for who's allowed there and who's not allowed there, right? And as you and this is a and, and I hate to make this sound like and maybe we can we can pad this a little bit. I hate to make it sound like you're jumping from group to group to group from person to person to person and just collecting data and then moving on. That's definitely like not how I, I not how either of us want this to be perceived. But what we are saying is that as you're growing as an individual right one of the primary things you need is a challenge right you need a challenge to want to grow as a person so if i challenge myself to learn how to play the guitar i'm probably going to start hanging out with more people that play the guitar right and i'm so it's not that i'm leaving everybody else behind it's just that i understand there's a place for the relationships that i have created and cultivated along the way right and everything that we do can be a stepping stone to a better us we just don't want to leave the last stone with a shit footprint on it yeah i mean i always tell people like there's no way for you to burn a bridge and not get burned like not walk away with an injury there's just no way to do that, right? So, you know, these relationships, you, the, the adult thing to do is to, to complete a relationship, which means end it, is to have that conversation or just naturally allow the relationship to fade away if that's what each person is just naturally allowing, right? But if there's even one person who is pursuing questions answers, responses as to what's going on with us, what's happening, what, like, are we okay? And then a conversation needs to be had, you know? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, again, 
whether or not that conversation or, or whether or not one person pursues a conversation mm-hmm. is completely contingent on the level of depth and closeness that was there to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So tell me, yeah. or tell our listeners, in, in your continued personal growth journey, yeah. right, what was a big moment for you in finding your supportive tribe? Mm, Yeah. When I um, left my 13-year career in higher ed, one of the biggest pain points for me in making that decision was that I wasn't going to be a part of that community anymore. Uh, Believe it or not, yeah, community had become so important to me. And the people in within that community that had become a part of my tribe and even people from that community that were actually on my board of directors, which is another thing that I talk about, like people that you consult with for major life decisions, I I was in my heart, it was like, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to find a community like this again. Like, this is, I'm not going to be a part of this. Like, this is amazing. Then you found me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I really, I, I struggled with that for a long time. I missed it for a long time once I left and until... I got super clear on my values, super clear on the direction that I was going in life, meaning I'm building my own business. It's within this context and this realm, right? And then I started to pursue that. And in getting into pursuit of my personal development work and seeking a business coach, I ended up at this event and I ended up hiring this particular coach. And as soon as I walked into that community, Daniel, I'll tell you, like it was such an amazing feeling because I walked in and I was like, I just looked around at the people there and like how warm and welcoming and loving they were towards me and how they embraced me. And I was like, holy shit, I'm home. These are my people. That's a good feeling, right? Oh, it was amazing. That is such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. And then from there, from, from once entering the community, then I started to like really create more closeness and intimacy with individual people that eventually got you know closer to my heart, right? And, and closer to my support system and vice versa. And um, a lot of those people I'm, I'm still connected with to this day and we still support one another and cheer each other on and um, I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. It absolutely does. So how about yeah. you? What's your story? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it, from a business standpoint, I think it took a long time for me to get the idea that the people who believed in your vision, they believed in you as the visionary, mm-hmm. right? And I think that was, a, uh, that was a hard thing for me. I don't think I realized that until you know, until after one of my, my businesses dissolved. Right. I think I realized that afterwards, like, man, you know, I, as this, the center point or as the leader, um, in that business, I, those people needed time with me, right. It wasn't necessarily about the business. It was time with me. They needed my personal time and not just because they want to take time and shoot the shit, but they needed that, those touch points with me, right. In order to understand and stay aligned with that vision. And it didn't, that didn't occur to me until I dove deeper into learning more about myself and growing as a person. I didn't realize that, hey, these people that showed up for you every single day were not there because they needed a job and they wanted a paycheck. They were there because they believed in you. Yeah. Right? And then you're just like, oh, fuck. 
you know, like how, how bad did I shit myself at that point? You got to get out of your own way at that moment. And it's a humbling experience. It was, it was. And, and I think I still, I probably still struggle with that. I actually, I know I do. There's no probably, you know, I had a, a very good friend, um, who was, she, through work and through, you know, association and, and we, we became very good friends. And then when stuff dissolved, like I haven't, we haven't spoken, it's been 18 months, you know, since, since we've had any interaction. And so that's, that's been, that was a kick, right? So that's a, you know, man, and it doesn't matter how many times you reach out and just say, Hey, let's connect, let's talk. It just, it's just not that connection has been severed, you know? So that's a, that's a painful point, right? Where you realize that there are people that value your values and are there to continue to grow their own values but at the same time now that i've continued to grow in 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 my own personal way i'm realizing too that that's probably a relationship that wasn't going to go with me because it was just at that point sure right right and that's okay and that's a hard realization at the time but i realized okay look if if you can't if you can have two people who have who are aligned and then are not aligned and you can't come back together, there's a gap in the personal growth. If you're holding personal grudges, then you're not personally growing. Yeah, right? the forgiveness work needs right. to be done. Yeah, you're, You have shit that's holding you back. So for me, I think that was the biggest aha moment for me was like, hey, as a person, people are here for you, not, necess- not necessarily for the business. And paying attention to that now and realizing, hey, people who show up, um, even if it's to, to shake hands and talk for five minutes, they're here because they've seen something heard something want to see something or hear something and 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 just kind of feed off that positive energy and maybe even say hey i want to do my own personal growth because i want to be part of the tribe that you're part of i think that's so important in like sometimes we're tribe building and we don't even realize it right because right? i think as as a small business owner and and for me i i identify very very closely uh as an educator Right, and then I'm a coach. I just happen to coach, but I'm an educator, right? And so, when I when I show up as an educator in a room, you know, uh, it's like people are here because they want to hear what I'm sharing, and they this information adds value to their life, right. right? And then I actually, that's not the reason that they're there, right? And so I have to actually step back from my educator identity and realize like. They're not there because they want to hear what I have to say. That's just a, an additional benefit or byproduct for them of showing up. They're there because they want to support me. They might have initially showed up because, oh, hey, this woman is sharing good content and I learned something and maybe I'll meet some cool people. Right. Right. Um, because they're seeking their tribe. But like as a tribe and community builder, mm-hmm. this is one of the things like you start getting into like a new level of depth, right? Because um, Daniel and I were not only building tribes and communities p- personally for ourselves, we're also building tribes and communities of people around um, a shared value system of personal growth and development. Exactly. Right? And so those groups are outside of us, but we are the connectors that build those groups. And so when I first started having people telling me, like, like man, Oriana, I can't believe what you're doing. Like, like we're all of these people are here for you. I was like, they're not here for me. And they're 
they're here because they, you know, have a good time and I put this event together every month and, you know, they come here and they learn and grow and connect. And they're like, and that person just looked at me like I was, like I had three heads. They were like, what? <laughs> like they couldn't believe that I, that I ranked my level of influence within my own group and community that I was putting the effort into building so low. Yeah, and that's an that's a self-limiting belief. That's an SLB that shows up, and and so let's take note of that. I know we hadn't planned to to go this route for no, this episode, <laughs> but it's interesting though because I, I mentioned I didn't realize that people were there for me, and now you're saying I didn't realize they're here for me, and so you think to yourself. Am I high value person enough to where people would want to be attracted to me, what I do, how I do it, right? And you think, well, I'm just me. Like, who wants to be here for, like, they're not here for me. Yeah, they're here for the content I right. I create. Right. <laughs> right. They're here for this presentation. And, and it's not to sound boastful. It's not to be like, hey, look at us. We're the coolest people in the world. It's the realization that, hey, you have something of value that people want and if those people have the same value they can bring it to you as well so don't sell your own value short yeah don't sell yourself short of thinking well he's prideful he's boastful he's in his ego you don't have to be in your ego to understand that you can be a high value person that attracts other high value people yeah yeah this is actually a very humbling experience to have that moment of realization of like oh shit i'm the glue right like i'm the reason what I did, the event I created, the the community that I'm building, right? My intention, my effort is the reason that now these people are best friends, right? That these people are meeting like-minded individuals, that these people are creating personal tribes of their own, right? Because I did something to put all of them in a room in the first place. They otherwise might not have crossed paths ever, yeah. or as or, or when they did, right? And again, it's not a it's not a boastful thing at all because actually realizing that you had influence over that is very humbling. Yeah, and it's like first order purpose versus second second order purpose, right? So if I want to meet you, my purpose for walking across the room is to walk across the room. That's my first order of purpose. I have to be present to walk across the room. And now once I'm there and I'm speaking to you, that's my now first order of purpose, right? On the walk, that's my purpose. My second order of purpose was to initiate a conversation with you, right? But when I'm in that conversation, that's my first order of purpose now, right? And so people have to, to understand where you are at any given moment. And you don't have to be egoic in that moment. You can be very humble and understand that, hey, I'm walking up these steps is my first order purpose. The second order purpose is to talk to these people about something important. That third order purpose will hopefully spark a change in them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you can actually, you know, if, if you are a community builder um, and that's part of your role and purpose in your, in your business or in your life, right? You're a connector. I know a lot of people are just naturally, they're connectors. They're just always meeting people and they're always trying to figure out like, Whose, whose need can be fulfilled by what this other person has, right? Like they're right. just naturally a connector. Like I'm that person and I don't think I even realized I was that person for a long time or actually gave myself credit for, for that. I just thought like, that's just what I do to help people. You know, it's like for me in my mind, right? People always like underestimate the value of what they do naturally, right? Yeah, absolutely. In my mind, I'm like, uh, that's nothing special. Yeah, because it's your gift, it's your purpose, it's your reason for being here, so it comes naturally to you so you don't have a second thought about it. It is that thing, but when you're living in that purpose and you're living in your first order purpose, 
again that's you being you that's you not demanding to be paid or to be honored or to be noticed you're just doing what comes naturally to you and that is a place of dear call enlightenment but that is a place where most people don't make it to well they don't make it there or they don't um they don't realize that what they can what that comes naturally to them can actually be done with a lot more intention right like if you're a connector and a community builder right meaning you are providing opportunities for other people to connect with tribe right if you're doing that don't do that willy-nilly like this is relationships we're talking about relationships have the power to like extend a person's longevity in life like <laughs> are you kidding me all right like healthy relationships help us live longer this is like i just just to give the context of how important it is to have healthy relationships that are long-term. Absolutely, and unhealthy relationships are what cause men to die before women. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's uh, like that's not even a joke. That is 100% accurate. Men who are in unhealthy, toxic relationships and marriages die younger, right? Uh, which is so sad. Um, but it, it, and women actually manifest what we're when we're in toxic relationships, we we manifest diseases at younger and younger ages. So, you know, if you could do that with intention and go, you know what, I'm going to build a community where I want people to come in and feel X, Y, Z, fill in the values, right? Like the way I walked into that community and I was like, holy shit, I'm home, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I wanna build a community where people walk in and feel like they just got home, right? want to build a community where people walk in and they feel accepted nice and they feel seen and they feel heard and they feel uh like they belong i love that and if you're listening and you want to be part of that type of community i'm going to invite all of you to go to um the edgy entrepreneur podcast.com and our actual our email which now i think we should change but it's connect at edgyentrepreneurpodcast.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Um, we would love to hear uh, suggestions for other things you would love us to, to hear us talk about, other personal growth things that maybe we've been through or stuff that you're considering. We'd love to do that with you. Um, if you're listening uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever your choice is, we also, this is also a video podcast, so you can check it out on YouTube. And definitely invite you guys to connect with us at every angle that you wished because we do want you to feel that home. We want you to feel that community. So thanks again for tuning in to us for another episode. We'll be back. What are we doing next time? Anything fun and exciting? And we're always doing fun and exciting shit on the edgy <laughs> entrepreneur. Come on. <laughs> Stay edgy, bitches. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we wish everybody well, uh, and we'll see or we'll um, be speaking to you guys here in a couple of weeks.